What's up, Mzanzi? Welcome to another episode of Farmers Inside Jack. I'm your host, Octavius Pandil. In addition to 197, we focus on packhouse management. So packhouse operations include cleaning, sorting, grading, pre-treatments, and our expert, Siobonga Trele, audit coordinator at Menzi Farming, shares some valuable insights on keeping your packhouse in a state of perfection. Siobonga Trele, welcome to Farmers Inside Track. Can you explain the importance of a packhouse in the agri-value chain? A packhouse is very important in the agri-value chain because that's where your products get packed. Since the hygiene of the product is one of the major importance of how to handle product, that's why you need a packhouse. Because in most cases, a lot of the vegetables we as farmers grow, they have to be obviously sold to certain customers which require a certain level of quality and hygiene that the product is handled with. So that's where then the, the pack house plays a major role in making sure that the product gets packed in a way that is acceptable according to the global food standards. Let's dive into the importance of a packhouse layout. Why is it so important to have a great layout for working and also the environment in general? First of all, the packhouse doesn't have a normal layout like a normal building. In the first place, a packhouse needs to be fully closed and like one of the basics of a packhouse, it won't have like windows of a general building. A packhouse can't have windows. You can only have ventilators just to get in that bit of air or fresh air that a person needs inside a pack house. It has to be closed off. Main reason being you try to make sure that you don't get any animals or pests or any unwanted object that might affect the quality of the product once it gets packed. First of all, the pack house will then be closed off to the outside world and then there's just an entrance where the employees walk in whenever they enter the pack house and then inside the pack house you find that there will be a packing line depending on what type of vegetable or product a person is packing inside the pack house then inside the pack house you'll find that it gets laid out in such a way that the product gets from the entrance area right the packing line to the dispatch area where just before the dispatch the pack house in the pack house, the food gets stored in cooler rooms. And depending on what type of a product it is that you're packing, some might need to be cooled to a certain degree or some might need to be heated to a certain degree. So that's usually the general layout of how the pack houses are built. Can you maybe uh, share with me some of the equipment used in a pack house? Generally, in most pack houses, depending varies depending on the product that the farmer packs. Some might be very high-risk products, which then might need high-intensive care units. And then some are low-risk products, which don't need that much care in terms of packing the products themselves. Generally, there will be a packing line then packs the fruits or the vegetable that is being packed there. And then you'll find that that's the main thing that gets used. So the packing line has a couple of purposes that it serves. Mainly, it's usually to sort out good and the bad products, rejects, get sorted aside, and the good quality product then will either go through or get packed on the spot. Packhouse also uses a lot of measuring equipment, which in most cases, they'll use scales, maybe sometimes 
some measuring cylinders, depending on whatever do they need to measure at the time. They use a lot of pellet jacks for moving the product inside, and then also some moving equipment like forklifts and so on to lift. And, and then depending on what product they're also packing, they might have to use some pruning shears to maybe clean out up certain parts of the products. Maybe if it's a leafy vegetable, some leaves will have to be removed. If it's a fruit that maybe just needs to be trimmed, they'll also use scissors for that just to trim the product. You might also need a lot of cleaning, wiping material just to make sure that the product gets cleaned. Obviously, your pack house must also use a lot of water that is clean to make sure that the product also meets the required hygiene standards. Speaking of hygiene standards, I can imagine with the specific demarcated area of a pack house that the space obviously needs to be squeaky clean. Let's jump into that a little bit more about the hygiene protocols and how it's actually applied within a pack house. The pack house runs a lot on hygiene and you actually occasionally get audited on your hygiene standards. Sometimes you'll get an announced audit, sometimes you get an, an unannounced audit. So basically hygiene is broad in the pack house, right from the employees themselves that handle the product, they have to be hygienic themselves including the product itself has to be hygienic. Their working area around where the pack, where the, the fruits or vegetables is being handled has to meet certain hygiene standards. Let's maybe start with the employee's personal hygiene. It's just general rule that things like your hands, which obviously you'll use the most, those are the things that get inspected the most. So early in the morning when the employees come in, they'll be inspected to make sure that their hands are clean the entrance points, they must have taps with soap where everyone that comes into the pack house, first of all, has to wash their hands with soap and dry them either with an air dryer or paper towel. But you cannot also reuse cloths or paper towels and so on. So it must also be single use. So you make sure that first of all, your hands are clean. They wash. You don't wear any makeup, which will either be on your hands like nail polish or even just physical makeup on your face because that also can get into the product. That's just the personal height of employees. And then when they come through into the pack house, they also have to wear a specific coat or covering that covers their personal clothing that they are wearing. And the coats that they use also mustn't have pockets in order for them to store like things. It could be anything that the person can store in a pocket a nail clipper, nail polish, Vaseline, or anything that a person might just want to keep close. They shouldn't use their cell phone, anything that might carry bacteria and so on. The person shouldn't carry that to the working area. And then things like hair has to get covered. If it's a man that has a beard, there must be a beard net. Then in some cases, a person must even wear some shoe nets just to cover their shoes. Also, a person must also wear maybe the PPE gum boots and so on that is provided for internally inside the pack house, which a person can't wear outside the pack house. And then when it then comes to the hygiene of the area or the environment that the people work in, it has to be cleaned occasionally and even throughout the day while they are busy working, there must be a person that is dedicated to make sure that everyone sticks to the rules, make sure that 
everybody is following the rules that are supposed to be the rules hygiene of the pack house, checking up on them that they are not maybe eating inside the pack house. There must be a dedicated canteen or eating area that people can eat. Smokers, they cannot smoke maybe anywhere in the pack house. There must be a dedicated or demarcated area for smoking and so on. Then the product itself has to be clean. First of all, the water that is used for washing or handling the product in any way has to meet a certain standards whereby it's tested regularly at least a minimum of once a month throughout the year. The water has to be tested to make sure that it doesn't have E. coli, salmonella, any of these dangerous bacteria that gets into food and then might affect the quality of the product. And then you'll find that you also have to use cleaning detergents that are also food grade. You can't just use any cleaning detergent. All your cleaning detergent needs to be food grade. And then as the world is also getting greener, you find that the audit bodies are encouraging farmers and people just in general to use products that are environmentally friendly that might also not affect the environment negatively. So that's basically, in short, the hygiene around pack house. How often does an audit take place for measuring the hygienic cleansing of the space itself? Does it take place once a year or depends from pack house to pack house? In general, an announced audit in the pack house will take place once a year. But depending on how much the pack house scores, and that will then determine the frequency of how often do you get audited. They'll usually give it a certain rating depending on what audit body is auditing you. They'll either, they'll either give you an ABC alphabetic rating or a percentage rating between maybe, give maybe a pass mark of 60 to obviously 60 and above is then your pass rate. And then depending on how you score in your audit, that will then determine the frequency of your audit. So if you score lower, then that means um, the audit body might need to check up on you a lot more because it means you are not meeting certain hygiene standards that are required. But if they see that your pack house is running smoothly and is up to scratch and up to standard according to the hygiene standard, then they might just say, no, this pack house is, is scoring maybe 90% every time we audit them. So they only need to be audited once a year. That's usually what determines them the audit frequency in the pack house. Bongo, what are some of the risks for farmers thinking about venturing into a pack house? What are some of those risks that they need to think about? There can be risks maybe for employees or risk for the product. Starting with employees, you have to basically drill into their heads that health and safety is one of the most important things that they have to look out for when they're packing the product or working with the product. First of all, they need to be safe themselves because a lot of moving equipment inside the pack house, including the packing lines, they might have some chains that they can get hooked onto the a staircase that people can easily fall from. There might even be elevators or anything that might be a danger to the employee themselves. Those who are working maybe with sharp equipment like knives, scissors, shears, and so on, they need to know how to handle those equipment and in some cases you find that people they can use tools that are not meant to play with and use them for fun they they ride on pelagic they ride on forklifts and so on and then you find that they put themselves in danger of getting hurt inside the pack house itself 
also in terms of the product itself, there is a risk that your product can contract a certain bacteria, which might then be a danger to the final customer that you are trying to sell to. So that's why the, you have to make sure that you handle your product in the most hygienic way and make sure that your product also gets tested to make sure that it reaches the minimum passing standard that is required for that product. Certain equipments or even detergents or chemicals that are used for handling the product must always be the right equipment that you are using and make sure that it meets the required standard of the product that you are handling. Are there any specific safety measures within the packhouse that we can list down for listeners, specifically what those are for the employees, like you mentioned a little bit earlier, specifically for the environment as well that they need to take into consideration? I did briefly mention the safety measures regarding employees. Basically, there's not much, except if the packhouse itself has some certain areas that might be a risk to employees, like for example, things like staircases, elevators, working equipment that they might be using that might be a danger to employees. Obviously, a farmer has to take that into consideration. And then other safety measures for the packhouse and the environment as well. Like I mentioned also before that certain chemicals that might be used in a packhouse, the point where it goes out, like certain detergent soaps or cleaning chemicals, you might use it to wash the packhouse clean, clean the product, clean tables, clean the floor, and so on. And next thing, you wash it down a drain, and then that drain will end up going out into the environment. Once that gets into the environment, it might affect the wildlife that is there, your natural fish, fauna and flora, just in, in general, that might get affected. Even your soils, wherever the water ends up running out, can get affected by certain chemicals depending on the composition of that chemical. So a farmer has to take that always into consideration. Where will my products or even my cleaning chemicals, where will they end up? The packing material that one that a person uses also plays a big factor on a farmer where what you use where will it end up? So how you handle your waste material is also one of the very important factors that a person has to consider when building a pack house. Where will my packing material end up? All the excess waste in your mind, you need to have that in mind. Where will my, first of all, where will my final product go? Where will my reject waste go? And where will my packing waste go? All that a farmer has to take into consideration and make sure that all that is also according to local law and legislation and it meets the required standard that a farmer needs in order to pack. And finally, do you have any other advice you'd like to share with listeners and farmers? Basically, if a farmer takes their hygiene very seriously, then they'll go very far with their pack house because the hygiene of the pack house is the most important factor that a person can think of inside the pack house. How you handle your product is the most important thing because it, it basically affects the final customer that you'll be taking your product to. So if a person has hygiene in mind, then the person will have a successful running pack house. Thanks so much, Siabonga Trele, Audit Coordinator at Amenzi Farming. You can of course read more on this topic by visiting www.foodformzanzi.co.za We celebrate this week's hashtag Soil Sister. Kamukhele Mukhodima, 
who farms on a 15-hectare piece of land. She farms with crops and poultry since 2016. This kind-hearted hashtag soul sister grew up with matriarchs paving the way and transforming Mukhadima's mind to farm commercially. The heartbreaking challenge that I came across, we had a heat wave. And that heat wave wiped everything and I lost everything in the farm. After two days, I went straight to Mampiros because I was very stressed and depressed. Those are one of the challenges that you need to have a thick skin when you venture into family. You need to understand the dynamics. You need to understand that sometimes you're not going to be able to control the climate change or whatever is happening with the climate change. It's just going to be beyond your control. Maybe I was supposed to have a certain security or insurance so that I could be able to recover lots of money that I've lost took me long to recover. Thanks so much. Farmer Kumakhele Mahadima is one of the phenomenal women selected to participate in the 2023 Hashtag Sister program. Catch a full interview and article on www.foodformzanzi.co.za and on the Foodform Zanzi YouTube channel. Remember to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform. From me, Octavius Pandil, and our technical producer, Megan van der Fink, and the rest of the hashtag food from Zanzi. Thanks for listening. Life in South Africa can be a lot. I mean, scroll through Twitter for a minute and tell me I'm wrong. Thank God for South Africans though, right? We're inspiring and even on the bad days, we fight back with a smile. That's why I love food from Zanzi so much. They're not ashamed to celebrate the ordinary unsung heroes who work every day to put food on our nation's tables. Go to foodformzanzi.co.za and never miss an inspiring story.